ladies. Welcome to the Gateway Women podcast. We are so excited you're here. If you're listening, what's up? If you're watching, hey girls. Um, Okay, so we have a guest with us today, uh, Kirby Kelly. And I'm gonna let her introduce herself a little bit and give you a, a snapshot of what she does. But she's been a Gateway member here for quite some time. She's super involved and um, she's actually done things with our women's team before. Uh, she ha- helped host some of our Pink Impact stuff. So anyway, you may already know her, but please welcome Kirby Kelly. Hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me, first of yes, all. Yes, I'm so I happy. so pumped to be here. So I've been growing in this house for some time, <laughs> uh, and truly, like, this house, this ministry, this church has grown me and shaped me to who I am and what I'm doing today. So I have my own podcast as well, so yes. I'm like, here we go, kind of meta, um, <laughs> called Bought and Beloved, and it's a podcast that really just dives deep into scripture, and we answer hard questions, and my heart really is to equip, empower, and engage women and men. I have guys who tune in too, but anybody who tunes in to just know the power and the promises of the gospel and to be able to live that out in their own life. Yeah. Uh, I also create content on YouTube and on Instagram and on TikTok. And I've been doing all of this since I was like 14 years old. So literally got saved. I was just, I was so on fire and wanted to make a difference. And social media was just starting to be a thing. Influencers weren't really yeah. a thing yet. But I knew that I wanted to use the little followers I had at that time then to just reach out to them, to share the gospel with them, and to share what God did in my own life. Uh, I also recently graduated with my master's yeah. from DBU. So go Patriots. <laughs> uh, and I am married, and it'll be three years in October to my awesome husband, yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it had been three years. That's incredible. Yeah, honestly, it goes by so quick. It does go by fast. For Everybody real. always says that, and then when you live it, you're like, oh, wow. I'm now the people that say that, so. Right. <laughs> it's just like when everyone's like, oh, when you know, you know. I thought that was the dumbest thing until I met him, and I'm like, oh, these cliches are know. so true. I just know. They're, they're cliches for a reason. Yeah. Um, okay, so what did you, uh, what was your master's in? Yeah, so my master's was in theology. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I did my undergrad at DBU as well, and I majored in communications and minored in biblical studies. Okay, And that so minor just cool. like. Brought that, brought it, brought those giftings and that desire out of me of oh, like I want to know more than just surface level gospel. I want to get deep and be able to teach people how to get deep too. Yes, that's mm-hmm. so so cool. Um, I love that you've been doing that since you were, I mean, kind of a kid. Yeah, literally. So, um, what has that journey been like? In the, hmm, I have a love hate relationship uh-huh. with all things social media. I do not blame you. So I'm like, half the time I'm like, forget this. I I, I just, I'm done. Yeah. I'm never getting back on here. I'm deleting it. I'm deleting the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I will never post again. I will be off the grid. Right. And then the other part of it is like, no, I need to use my influence yeah. for the kingdom. Right. And you know, there's so much good in the word that I could share and all that. And then I, so I just have like these bipolar um, responses yes. to social media. So, but what is, what does that look like? What has that looked like? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the things that you've learned through that? Because I bet there's quite a few girls who are listening who would be interested in that and want to either start that or just have better knowledge of it. So Yeah. So like I said, I've been doing this for quite some time. <laughs> and it's really cool because I didn't go into it thinking, okay, I'm going to be this influencer and I'm going to be the the next 
I don't know, Sadie Robertson and like do all these things and um, gain all gain all this popularity and fame. That that wasn't my heart behind going on social media and sharing the gospel on there. It truly was like God gave me the conviction. It is for the one to reach the one. Like it's for the one person who's watching on the other side of that screen. And I was just faithful. I was just overflowing with what God was doing in my life personally outside of the screen. Yeah, and so, so naturally the byproduct of that was creating content that glorified him, creating yeah. content that I wasn't seeing at the time online. So that really motivated me. You know, I, I am not seeing this. I want to see this. I want to do this. I want to, if not inspire other people to do this, I want to at least be the person doing this so that someone can come to know Christ. Yeah, you felt that call. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I was obedient to it. And I'm really grateful that, you know, my youth pastor at the time, Jared Lyons at the Frisco campus, really saw that gift in me. And him and his wife were so intentional to just cultivate that in me of awesome. speaking and preaching and knowing the word and asking the right questions. And that just translated into my everyday life and through that translated online. Uh, and it's been so interesting because like you said, there is this kind of like back and forth with social media. <laughs> but for me, it's more like, oh, I want to post all these things and, and I'm doing it for the Lord. But then sometimes I'll get caught in this rut of, oh, but the hate comments. Oh, but cancel culture. Mm -hmm. Oh, but all these things. And it used to not be that way. But now it's so prevalent that over the past few years, that's been something I've really not struggled with, but something I've had to at least wrestle with and consider like, okay, as my platform is growing, as my voice is becoming more influential, as I'm growing in my convictions of sharing truth, I got to know what I'm standing for. And yes. I have to choose if I'm going to stand for it and speak for it in love and gentleness, but truthfully at the end of the day. And then I think the second biggest thing that I've really had to work through is burnout culture. And not mm. even culture, but just burnout in general. Yeah. Because, and maybe you can attest to this too, of just seeing how, whether it's my generation or just our society nowadays, there's like this hustle, this grind, this go, this I have to be on to the next thing. I have to reach this next benchmark. And I think for a while, my focus started to shift towards that direction, unfortunately. Mm. And I lost a lot of the inspiration, the creativity, and the joy that God first yeah. put in me. Yeah. And the solution that I'm starting to really walk out to overcome that mindset that has just captivated me has really been returning to rest and intimacy because that's the best place for, I think, inspiration and creativity to flow from, especially if you're going to create online. Yes. Yes. I love that you said that out of the overflow. Mm -hmm. That's how it started. You had this experience with the Lord and out yeah. of that, you were like, I just naturally have to tell people. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just naturally share whatever the Lord is walking me through or I've overcome or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then you start, I mean, honestly, y'all content creation is just it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it is like, you know, I mean, <laughs> real talk, having a podcast, I'm like, okay, Lord, you're gonna have to give me like, what are we going to talk about here? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not just doing this. Like you said, I'm not just doing this for another podcast. The right. point is that there's life change out of this. Yeah. So if we don't have it out of the abundance of what we're already, you know, feeling from the Lord, mm -hmm. then it's just going to fall flat because yeah. it, there's no life change in it. The Holy Spirit is not in it. Mm -hmm. So, so keeping keeping your relationship with the Lord the first thing and yeah. then letting the content come out of that. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, there's some things that we walk through and I feel like I feel like every preacher or teacher or mm -hmm. influencer or whoever 
even small group leader. Yeah. There's things that you go through that you, you don't share until the Lord tells you to share it. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have to share everything. There are some things that are just for us. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't post example. I don't post every picture I take, mm-hmm. obviously, with you know, with my life, because some of that's just for me. Mm-hmm. That's just for me and my family. That's just for me and the Lord, or whatever it is. Uh, I heard this worship leader one time say, like, there are songs that I write that are just for me and God. Wow. And I thought, I feel like our and then there and then there are songs that we write for everybody. And I just feel like content creation, we can easily get off track and just pump out all the stuff. Yeah. And I think I'm so glad that you emphasized this point, too, just because even last night I was like, you know, I just want to I want to read scripture. I want to get in the word before I go to bed and just get in the word. And I was reading it and it was just like, boom, 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 boom. Every verse like popping out to me and. I think naturally just because like I love teaching and preaching and creating content around that. Yeah. As I'm reading and studying scripture, it's it's easy for me to be like, okay, like what are the points that are out of this? Like yes. what are the applications <laughs> yeah. that come out of this? Like this is how, how can I, naturally... I get this to other people? Right. But <laughs> even after I did all of that, I remember sitting there and being like, is this for me or is this for everybody else? Yeah. And like really actually had to sit with God on that because unfortunately and like you said, whether it's the pastor in the room, whether it is the small group leader in the room, I mean, day-to-day moms, wives, yes. women, like we can read scripture or anybody really can read scripture and it's like, well, now I have to like give this to everybody else. Yeah. But like you said, there are, our relationship with God not only needs to be first, it needs to be sacred. It needs to be set apart. And we have to cultivate true intimacy with God. And even when I think about my relationship with my husband, not everything in our relationship is out there online. And yeah. I know like I'm I'm an influencer, so I post things about my relationship online. But even when we were dating, I just knew, I was like, this is something that is going to become sacred. Like this is going to be, we're going to, we're going to get married. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that a lot of that needed to be cultivated off the scenes and not just like, for everybody to see because my whole life has been online since I was 14 but in the same way as that with my relationship with God I I need to make sure that I'm feeding myself first before I can feed other people and that's not selfish that's just the only way that anything we do ministry oriented is sustainable yes like we can't be pouring from an empty cup or scooping like what's at the bottom end of the barrel (laughs) and feed it to other people because that's not real nutrients yeah that's the, the thing that has just been highlighted to me in this season is is what I'm doing, is what I'm cultivating in the secret place with God, a product I'm giving to people, or is it a byproduct? Mm, like, good. is this, like you said, that word overflow? Is what I'm doing with God one-on-one, is there a true byproduct and an overflow that comes out of that, that actually nourishes and feeds and gives life to people? Or am I simply just meeting with him so I can have the, the yeah, next yeah, viral yeah. Yeah. clip, the next sound bite for my sermon? Like, yes. if that is what you are pursuing, what's it's your motivation? Vanity. Yes. It's, what is it's your motivation? vanity, and you're going to burn out if that's what you're doing. Like, you have to surrender and get back to just 
being with the Lord. That's the only way you're going to thrive and your ministry is going to thrive and real people are actually going to benefit from the words that you're preaching. Yeah. Yeah. You're not feeding yourself on the word and what God is putting in you. You're actually, Mm -hmm. you're actually feeding yourself what other people are going to say about you. Yeah. And you will be unsatisfied Mm -hmm. (laughs) and empty. That's what that's going to bring. So like you said, those haters are going to hate. Haters going to hate. Literally. And so, uh, I've, I've always said like, if my calling in life rises and falls on other people's opinion Mm -hmm. of how I do in my calling, Mm -hmm. I will have a very rocky, rough roller coaster ride to go on. But if I just know, it goes back to your obedience thing that Mm -hmm. I have been obedient to Mm -hmm. what God has asked me to do. And I did it unto the Lord with my best ability. Mm -hmm. Then if other people are like, that sermon was the worst. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I really did my best here. I was faithful. I really, you know, and and that hasn't exactly happened, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like there are people who are just not going to be happy. Mhm. And as much as I want to try to help them, like there's a point you got to help yourself. So Literally. <laughs> this is not only on me. Um yeah, our our calling can't be based on what everybody else thinks our calling is or how well we're doing in our calling because ultimately mm-hmm. it's up to the Lord and that's who I that's who I report to yeah it it can be difficult because you got people in your face saying all kinds of stuff but mm-hmm. in the end I'm like I just have to do what the Lord has asked me to do 100% we have to return to that that it's like I'm just always reminded of the moment that I first got saved and it's like I wasn't worried about what anybody else was thinking like it was solely you and me, God, we got this. Like, I want to do everything I can to be close to you and to let this news that changed my life be known to everybody. At least that's what it was like for me. And in moments where I get caught up with what other people think or measuring my success or comparing myself to where other people are at in their calling that are maybe running in the same lane as me. And it's like, well, why do they have what I don't have? And why are they (laughs) seeing this? And I'm not seeing this, but I'm trying these algorithms and strategies whatever it's like I have to return to the very first thing like my first love I have to return to the simple gospel yeah and just ruminate on that and yeah. let that let that actually take root in me because again it's like rest remembrance just spending time with the Lord that is such a refining and refreshing place to be I think that actually puts us back on track to actually run the race well yes. and to do what we've been called and created to do. Finish strong. Finish strong, exactly. Finish strong. Like, that's a goal. <laughs> that's a goal I have right. is like finish strong. Because there's there's a fizzle out, there's a burnout, there's a mm-hmm. go off the rails. I mean, and it does, it it does all come back to what is your relationship, you know, with mm-hmm. the Lord? If I mean, marriage, all of those things. It, it, and this isn't only for content creators. It's Mm-mm. not only for Instagram. Mm-mm. Like, this is just a part of your daily life. Like, whatever it is that you do, mm-hmm. whoever you are and whatever roles you have, like, this um, grounding in the spirit, this grounding in the word, this grounding in relationship is for every believer. Mm -hmm. It's been that way forever. (laughs) 
literally. Well, it's you, been this way forever. You can find your identity in anything. Like, you yeah. can find your identity in being a wife, in mm-hmm. being a mom, in being a teacher, in yeah. being a construction worker, like, in yeah. being an influencer, in being a pastor. You can find your identity in what you do. And what you do is a big part of who you are, yes, right? Absolutely. Like, God has given us gifts and talents and passions and all of these things. And there's joy in that. We do find some degree of identity to it, but that's not our primary calling. That's our secondary calling. There's a really good book called The Call, <laughs> you would think, right, that talks about calling. And it, it focuses on how our first primary calling is relationship with God. Yes. And that is where we really need to be rooted and grounded because that is what fuels us to be able to go and do whatever our secondary calling is. Yes. Like, I don't know what everybody's calling is in life or in this season. In this change. season, you have assignments. Right, exactly. Assignments. It's like we're checking it off. We're doing those things. But you can only do it well and finish strong if you are continually rooted and grounded and remembering that very first calling, which is to be in relationship with the Lord, to pursue Him intimately, to really meet with him and allow him to change you and refine you and grow you. Like that's where the life is. That's where the joy is. It's in the Lord. It's not in what you do or even with influencer stuff in the measures, in the numbers, in in the amount of influence you gain in getting a blue check. Like (laughs) none of that truly matters at the end of the day because you can be pursuing anything, but if it's not rooted and grounded in God, you're not going to feel satisfied at the end of the day. You're going to burn out. You're not going to feel like you're going to finish strong. And you're probably going to contemplate your calling and be like, well, is this what I'm supposed to do? I'm just going to give up on this thing because I'm not finding fulfillment in it. And it's like, well, it's because you're not getting filled by the Lord. You're not finding your fulfillment and joy in him. He's going to give you the inspiration and the strength and the go ahead to go and do what you're called to do, what your gifts and talents are. But I think I just keep returning back to this because it's so fresh on my mind that I need to make room for God in my life and not just do something and put, like, God's label on it, Yeah, you know? Like, it's so important that we really cultivate rhythms of rest and retreating with the Lord so we can go and do better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's easy to become distracted and to have yeah. coping. As, I mean, more than, I feel like, more than ever in mm-hmm. all of history. Because great thinkers used to have time to think. Yeah. And now... How, Just distracted. Yes. We can be distracted by... There's so much yeah. available to us that I have, like, I genuinely have a concern for... Um, innovation and thinking. Now I realize we have like techno technological innovation yeah. all the time. Yeah. But I'm talking about like not AI thinking. <laughs> Girl. I'm like human thinking. Yes. You know, and processing. And like so if I'm if I'm struggling with something and I'm going over it, I have so many things available to me to just distract me so mm-hmm. I don't have to think about it. It takes such discipline to be still, to be still and to be like, Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to let you mm-hmm. speak to me about this thing mm-hmm. because it, people used to lay in bed at night and they didn't have an option of a phone. You know, long, long ago, there was no TV. There was no, there was nothing else. It was like nature. Nature mm-hmm. was there, which I'm. I like to hear from the Lord in nature. Like that's Mm -hmm. just where I really connect with God. Now I realize not everybody's like that, but for me, 
I go outside. I can't spend too much time in a room. I'm like, yeah. I go outside. I need some, like, it's not claustrophobic, air. but I just I need, need vitamin to, D. I need the Lord, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I have, I don't know how else to put this. Like, I have a concern mm-hmm. for people of all ages, but definitely my age and younger, because we just have had that stuff so available to us our whole lives. And I'm starting to realize, I think it's actually stunting people's ability to mature in the Lord. Yeah. Because unless you have a lot of self-discipline to disconnect and connect with the Lord, it just doesn't happen. You don't marinate. Mm -hmm. It's like this microwave, push the button, try to get con, try to get uh, understanding from yeah. content on your phone. Yeah. Like that's just not how that works. Mm-hmm. Now you can get, you can get things, you know, obviously like I don't preach for nothing. Like you get things from people like, mm-hmm. you, you know, there's understanding that can come from that. There's knowledge that can come from that. But that true experience with the Lord, when it comes back to relationship, I'm like, I just have like, how, what, how do we, how do we work that? And what can the church do to help with some of that? Because I feel like there's also this like disconnect. P- younger people are just kind of like starting to disconnect more and more from mm-hmm. the body of Christ mm-hmm. um, and finding maybe what they feel like is that fulfillment outside of the church. I'm just curious if you have any any thoughts yeah. on any of that. Well, I feel like if we're, if we're going down that road, I do want to add um, – at my university we have this saying called hang up and hang out and so it's like literally <laughs> just good. put your phone down and be present yeah and it's like even with the lord i'm like i cannot read i cannot do my quiet time on the bible app it's yeah. like i'll get notifications like i yeah. need to have pen and paper in front of me <laughs> so i gotta actually spend time with the lord yeah so but that's like a discipline it is you you saw yourself being like mm-hmm. right Click. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, I got a TikTok notification. Let me just Look at that. scroll for 10 hours. Yes. And then it's like, wow, I'm so depressed and doom scrolling. It's like, wait, <laughs> I can't read the Bible. Actually. Um, but to answer your question just about young people and leaving the church and finding things outside of the church, I think it's because, I think it comes down to just like an issue of the flesh, of just like, our world and our culture nothing's new under the sun exactly but yes i'm sure that there were a lot of people because culturally growing up in like the 50s 60s 70s the whole family went to church i'm sure that there were people sitting in the pews that were like i just don't want to be here yeah but it was just more culturally um acceptable and a standard of yes this is the Expected. this is what the, right and just speaking to like america specifically in western culture it's like that's just what it was. Like, that was the American dream, like the perfect American family. Yeah. But nowadays, like, I think ever since, like, the sexual revolution and since just, like, the, even just, like, the rise and, and growing narrative of, like, atheism and agnosticism and all these things, yeah. and new age culture, all these things, so many people are just being validated outside of the church mm-hmm. and validating their feelings, their desires, their beliefs, Um and the second that a person begins to doubt and really ask questions about God and about Christianity and about Jesus, they've just been pushed to the side and thrown away. Mm. They haven't had the opportunity to really explore maybe some of the concerns and questions that they have. Yeah. Which honestly, it's like, we need to do a better job of discipling then, like of knowing scripture for ourselves so we can answer these questions, you know, 
navigate people through their doubts, this generation through their doubts and real concerns and questions based off of the opposing worldviews that are outside of the church yes. that are super loud. So and just loud. Overtaking literally every every facet of media and in every environment and circle you can be in. But even with that, helping people to understand the wrestle against the spirit and the flesh and the why behind the what. Not just, yeah. well, don't feel that way. Well, don't think that way. Why? Yeah. Like, who is the enemy? Yeah. Who is God? Why is he true? Why is it good and better for me to live a life that is submitted to Christ than to the enemy? And sadly, some people are just going to have to experience that, and that's yeah. going to be the best teacher for them, and that's just how it is, <laughs> sadly, unfortunately. Like, do as I say, yeah. not as I do. And people go do it anyways. But I don't know. I think just I see I, I know so many people who have left the church. A lot of it is just because they feel they have either one what we talked about earlier, put their identity in the things that they do rather than in being gods and being an image bearer and created to be a son and daughter of God. Um, but also because they've just been shut down when there really needed to be real conversations yeah. regarding very real questions and topics yes. and struggles. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, there is... Uh, there's this element of, I. This is my perspective. Mm-hmm. There's an element of when somebody asks those hard questions, you uh, don't want to tell them the wrong thing. Yeah. So then you're like, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. and then you, and then they almost feel like, oh gosh, should I have not asked that question? Mm-hmm. You know, when there's there's been times people have been like, well, you know, why, why this? And I'm and I genuinely have to say, I genuinely don't know. Yeah. And I'm so sorry that I don't have the concrete answer for you, but I do know that God can give you his peace. Mm -hmm. And even in the midst of this like turmoil you're in, Mm -hmm. he does have answers to your questions. Mm -hmm. And then there's an element, which this is always the hardest, because for people who are very data-oriented, scientific, linear thinkers who Mm -hmm. are like, you got to prove it, I'm like, there's an element to... We can't understand all things about God. Yeah. If our minds could understand everything about God, he would not be as great as he is mm-hmm. <laughs> because I am very limited in my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> I can only keep so much in here. I just told you earlier, like I've got my pad here because if you're talking, uh-huh. all of a sudden my thought will be like thought bing out. Right. So I'm like, if, if my mind could understand everything, we would really be at a loss, yeah. but my mind can't understand everything. And so mm-hmm. there is this element of faith and faith can be, a difficult thing to swallow yeah. if you feel like I need you to prove it though. I need to, I have to understand this thing. Now I do believe that God, and I think that's even where God gives you peace. Like mm-hmm. when you genuinely seek him, you will find him. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. So even in those hard questions and those hard conversations, but I realize, like you said, there's some people that that's not gonna be good enough. They're gonna have to go out and figure it out on their own. Yeah. So it's just a struggle I have, and I'm I, I almost want to just like let people off the hook. I'm like, listen, if you get a hard question, mm-hmm. like that's okay. Yeah, people can ask hard questions, mm-hmm. and you are so okay to not have all the answers. In fact, yeah. if you don't know, it may be better for you to just say I don't know than yeah. you to try to conjure up some 
bogus response. Literally. And then and then you seem hypocritical. Mm-hmm. So then this next generation is not gonna take hypocritical. <laughs> no, I think our, our not gonna happen. And I think our generation or or my generation at least is just as much as there is so much like manufactured stuff out there, like all the filters, all the yes. mm-hmm. all the calculated posts or whatever. I think I'm seeing a shift now where everyone is just like, I just want what's real. Yeah. I just want what what's authentic. Like I'm tired of just all these things that are being thrown at me that really have a an agenda behind it. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm seeing so many young people actually coming back to the faith and like turning to the church yeah. because they're asking hard questions and I think people are starting to realize, oh, we need real answers. And yeah. I think that's what's spurring on the church now to actually get in the word and not just take what's being preached on the stage on a weekend, which is great. Love you, Pastor Robert. Um, And only, but that only know that. Yeah. Once a, once a week, it's like, if you come every week is not enough to call mm -hmm. it a relationship. If I saw my husband once a week Mm -hmm. for 30 minutes, like that is just not going to cut it that's for not us. <laughs> that, that's not going to cut yeah, it. Yeah, there's, there's no true intimacy with God if you're just going based off of someone else's revelation. Like yes. that's great and that grows us. And like you said, that, that causes us to think and to ponder and to wonder. But we need to ask these questions ourselves. Mm-hmm. And something that I've done, because like, like we said earlier, I started this when I was like, 14 years old. I was young. Do you think I knew anything about the Bible that I know today, having a master's in theology? Absolutely not. But like, I was reading scripture. I was getting in the word. And people knew that I was the Christian girl, even though like all I really had at that moment in time was my testimony and like the five verses that I had memorized, right? But I used those five verses. Yes, you did. Um, But whenever people would ask me questions, rather than just like, like you said, trying to conjure up a fake answer and just d- take from scraps fake of what I it. think sounds <laughs> right and sounds biblical but might not be, I would actually be like, let's look it up together. Mm-hmm. Let's do this thing together and learn. And if they were like, well, I don't want to do that. Okay, then I'll do the work for you because I'm going to grow. Yeah, I'm going to learn these things. Other people are probably going to ask me the same questions. Yep. And I would go to my pastor and his wife and I would just – ask them questions yes. too like they they poured into me and then I would go and do this research myself and I think it's so great that nowadays there's just more access to resources yes. that are that are free and that are available I mean even at Gateway like there's equip classes and courses where you can grow in these things there's universities TKU like there's all these yep. opportunities to grow and to get plugged in even here but online yeah there's, you can, there's plenty of resources there's resources plenty. are at our fingertips literally and it's like if you want to be a better communicator and and help the next gen grow and help your peers grow or your family or whoever it is that is asking these questions we need to be the people who like do the research do the hard well. work yeah because not only is that going to benefit them that's just going to be more like footing for our foundation yeah. because like the proof is there yes. like <laughs> the truth is there and it's, I don't know, I, I get so much joy of being able to see, like, the light bulb go off for other people. Yeah. And that's what spurred me on in my education to go and to study these things deeper because I so badly want people to know the truth because it's true, <laughs> because it transforms, because yes. it changes us. It's the best thing for us. Yes. Like, my salvation moment with God was the realest thing I've ever experienced in my life. 
and I know there's so much to it. And so I, I just wanted to know more about scripture and equip people to, if they're not there and having that encounter with God just yet, that they would know the truth that would guide them to actually seeking God themselves. Yes. So I don't know. I think that's just something that will really benefit the people who are outside of the church is if one, we can love people well yeah, uh, and communicate truth from a place of gentleness and understanding. And if we actually do the work to know what we're talking about, this yeah. faith that we are claiming and like putting our lives on, like betting our lives on. Yeah. So it's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I love your fervor. <laughs> I love, I love that you are, um, excited about the truth mm-hmm. and that you are unafraid and unashamed to proclaim that Thank you. this world needs more of that Dude. we need there's so much bondage we need freedom and the we truth need sets us free. the truth we need experience with the lord we need the mm-hmm. understanding and the knowledge we have to have that experience with him and Spirit that rela- and truth. yes that relational uh connection with the Lord so that as we're walking out our days, mm-hmm. we are led by the Holy Spirit. We don't lean on our own understanding, right? So mm-hmm. so thank you for being a voice in the <laughs> in the chaos, all right? There's people running and screaming Anytime. all over the place. So thank you for being a sound, um, a sound voice that people can look to. Thank and you. at least, you know, in in the best way we can, we're just like pointing people to Jesus. Yeah. So so great job. I don't know. I, you know, we're just friends, but I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I commend you. That's what the word I'm looking for. I commend you you for what you've been doing and just continue to do it. Again, it's it's an overflow. Like if you're spending time with the Lord, that's going to be the overflow. It might not look like starting a podcast or a YouTube channel, but it could really be like just inviting your coworker over Mm. and asking them about their life and sharing Jesus with them. Like it just happens like that. It just happens. So God it's will all give you overflow. opportunity. God will, will give you opportunity. And the more you obey, mm-hmm. the more he'll give you more opportunities because he knows mm-hmm. he can trust you. Literally. So that's like our our uh, our charge. Yes, our yeah. charge for you today <laughs> is uh, hear, hear the Lord. Hear the Lord. Obey whatever it is that he's telling you to do. It could be that he's saying like, girl, you need to get in the word. <laughs> so Literally, go Get rest. in the word, you know? Yeah. Spend some time. What did hang, hang up and hang out. Hang like, up and hang out with God. <laughs> Literally. I love it. I'm like, disconnect from the things that are taking your mind space mm-hmm. and give, give the Holy Spirit some room to work in there. Like Literally. we've got to renew our minds and it's not going to happen through the verse of the day. The verse of the day. <laughs> Read a or, book or the Bible. somebody else's. Yeah. There's there's such good things in us sharing our testimony, mm-hmm. but you have to have your own. So what is it? So all right, that's enough preaching for now. That's good. <laughs> all right, all right, girls. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for yeah. being a part of. Thank you for being a part of Gateway. I love that you're involved and that you're so mm-hmm. on fire for the Lord and plugged into church. Yes. Like. Still in the culture and making waves for the Lord and and building Mm -hmm. God's kingdom. It's just amazing. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, of course. Literally love Gateway. So glad to be here. (laughs) All right, girls. Don't forget to register for our marriage conference. If you are married, she going to be there. I'm sure. I am. I'm signed up. Signed up. Look at that. Okay. So make sure you go to uh, Gateway. Hold up. GatewayMarriageConference.com. 
it's the Gateway Marriage Conference. It's easy to remember. Just add a .com to that. And register today. It is in October, so that is coming up quick, all right? October 26th and 27th. I had to look at my notes because I get confused on dates. Don't mind me. Um, all right, register there, and we will see you next month for our next podcast. Love y'all. Bye.